on today's Locked On Royals podcast. The MLB trade deadline has come and gone this week. No more moves to be made around baseball that's outside of your own system. How should the Royals pivot? I think it's simple. You have to let the kids play the rest of the way, and that can help you in the long run. All that and more coming up on today's Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast. On the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. Email the show, LockdownRoyals at gmail.com. On today's show, brought to you by Vroom. Vroom can help you buy a car entirely online and have it delivered straight to you. So you never have to go to a dealership again. So next time you buy a car, just grab your phone and go to Vroom.com and check it out with thousands of great cars. We're going to dive into how the Royals should pivot the rest of the way. The deadline is over. It is now time for the Royals to play out the stretch of the season. How should they do that? To me, that answer is simple. You let the kids play. But again, I'm I'm Roland Styles, writer at JustBaseball.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Roland Styles. Thank you for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Royals baseball. Check out Lockdown MLB. Check out Lockdown MLB Prospects. Check out Lockdown Chiefs. Football's back, and the Chiefs are... In training camp, so Lockdown Chiefs is back to five days a week, breaking it all down, getting you set for what should be another very interesting Chiefs season. Check it out over there as well. Well, folks, the deadline's come and gone, and the Royals made a few moves. They traded away Andrew Benatendi. They traded away Whit Merrifield. They brought in a flyer in Luke Weaver and traded out Emmanuel Rivera. Things are pretty well set in stone for the future, at least for this season. The Royals were anticipating a step forward this year in their rebuild. I expected them the preseason, you know, in the offseason and in, in, in uh, spring training. I anticipated that they'd be about, you know, five games out of the wild card with more wild card spots than ever. Yeah, they're 14 and a half games out. Obviously, things have not gone according to plan. Things have not gone the way we anticipated. So the Royals take a step back and they rebuild, and now they're trying to adjust. Now they're trying to regroup and get back on that rebuild track. So with that being said, how should the Royals pivot and utilize these last few weeks of the season properly as they sit 47 and 64? You have to play the kids. In my opinion, the rest of this year should be all about 
playing the youngsters. It should be all about playing Bobby Witt Jr., playing MJ Melendez, playing Nick Prado, playing Vinny, playing Massey. That's how you should treat this year. Because those are the guys who are going to get this back on track. I'm sorry to Sebastian Riviera. He's not going to factor in long-term. I'm sorry to Ryan O'Hearn. He's not going to factor in long-term. I'm sorry to Hunter Dozier. He's not going to factor in long-term. Michael A. Taylor. He's not going to factor in long-term. The guys that need to see everyday opportunities are MJ Melendez, Bobby Witt Jr., Vinny Pascantino, Nick Prado, Michael Massey, Kyle Isbell, Nate Eaton. Those are the guys you need to see every single day. And you can fill out the lineup card around them however you please. Throw in a Salvador Perez. Obviously, he's your leader. He is your best player and one of the best players in franchise history. Throw him in the lineup. But the locks of this lineup every single day should be MJ Melendez, Bobby Witt Jr., Vinny Pascantino, Salvador Perez, Nick Prado, Michael Massey, Kyle Isbell, Nate Eaton. Figure it out from there. Whatever you have remaining, throw them in the lineup, see if it fits. If it doesn't fit, who cares? You're going to lose games anyway. You are trying for the lottery odds. You're trying to tank anyway. To me, for this thing to get back on track, those guys need to be ready for next year. Because, folks, MJ Melendez is going to be 23 next year, you know, again, 24. Bobby Witt Jr. is going to be 22 next year. Vinny, when next year, you know, gets underway, will be 25. Nick Prado, when next year gets underway, is going to be 24. When Michael Massey gets underway next year, he'll be 24. These guys aren't getting any older, right? The time is now. You've got five years left of Bobby Witt Jr. You can't afford many more like this or else you're going to waste away his tenure in Kansas City. So for you to maximize these five years, they have to get the opportunity. They have to get the, the, the at-bats. They have to get the experience. And they have to have enough film to review for the offseason. They have to have enough in their memory bank. I know these games feel like they don't matter because you, there's no shot of you getting to the postseason despite not being mathematically eliminated, but they still do matter because you can, you can take pitches off the best hitters in baseball. You can see what you need to do in a scenario with guys on first and third and two outs, how, how, you, need to, how you need to approach that at bat. You can be put in precarious situations on the base paths that are going to come back and you know, stick with you. Remember the stories of the last time you saw winning baseball in Kansas City. The Mad Dash home was scouted for in a callback to previous games. Oh, we saw Lucas Duda could not throw very well in recent games, so now we're going to test his arm. You know, those type of things. Low Kane going first to home against the Blue Jays. He'd been there before in his career. They knew he had that kind of speed. They sent him. You know, that kind of stuff. It, it does matter. It's just not that tangible right now. So those guys should be playing every single day. And we're going to talk about those guys coming up. But first, I'm going to tell you right now, we're good friends over at LinkedIn. LinkedIn is incredible. Check them out today. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people in your team. 
to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn jobs is here to make it easier to help you find the people that you want to talk to faster and for free, create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs and research your network and beyond to the leads largest professional network of 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread to the world that you are hiring for your network. They can help you find the right people to hire simple tools like screening questions, making it easy to focus on candidates who have the right skills and experience that way you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and then who you'd like to hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs. Number one in delivering quality hires first leading competitors, LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidate that you want to talk to faster. Do you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit, visit LinkedIn. Well, post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free terms and conditions do apply. We are back on the Locked On Royals podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. Email the show, LockedOnRoyals at gmail.com. On today's show, we're talking about how the Royals can pivot and how they can reposition themselves after the trade deadline. And for me, it's simple. You let the kids play. Again, thank you so much for making Locked On Royals your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you, talking Royals baseball. For your second listen, check out Locked On MLB and Locked On MLB Prospects to see what the Royals got back in these trades and hear from our prospect guru, Lindsay, And he'll tell you, What's going on? So the big two are Bobby Witt and MJ Melendez. Although, of course, we cannot discount Nick Prado and Vinny either. But Bobby Witt Jr., the expectations for him were sky high. Number one prospect in baseball. Badly out with him and Ali Rushman, of course. But by the by the end of the you know offseason this year. He found his way to the number one spot. He was supposed to revolutionize this Royals organization. He was supposed to win Rookie of the Year in a very crowded and talented rookie field for baseball with Jeremy Pena, Bobby Wood Jr., Julio Rodriguez, and Lee Rushman. He hasn't had that season. He's been good. He's been really good for a rookie. But he hasn't been all-star good, which Julio Rodriguez was. He hasn't been... On the main stage, home run derby good, which Julio Rodriguez was, hitting 16 uh, home runs, 18 home runs. And the bottom line is Julio Rodriguez has 135 OPS+. plus. Bobby Witt Jr., on the other hand, has 100 and 110. So still 10 above um, average, but Julio Rodriguez has been on a different planet this year, and he's going to win Rookie of the Year. And he had that huge pop breakout where Bobby Wood Jr. had a good rookie season. Uh, make no mistake, there should be zero shame in Bobby Wood Jr.'s rookie season. He just didn't have the historic season that we thought he would. And there's a reason why 
A lot of these guys haven't been historic, but the bug caught Julio Rodriguez uh, quicker than it caught Bobby Witt Jr. And again, Bobby Witt Jr. has been fantastic this year. But for the Royals to be competitive and for the Royals to be good this year, they needed historic from Bobby Witt Jr. They needed not career low from Whit Merrifield. They needed, you know, a healthy Alberto Mondesi. They needed a healthy Salvador Perez. They needed a better pitching staff, right? But nonetheless, Julio Rodriguez is the reason why the 2022 Mariners sit right now in second place of the West and in the wild card spot right now to snap their playoff drought and currently have an 87% chance, according to baseballreference.com, to make the postseason with 57 wins already. Like, he's the reason why. So, Bobby Wood Jr. will not win rookie of the year this year. And he did not have that historic season, but he still had a very great one. And he's still in line to make a leap in year two. And he's still in line to carry the Royals organization. He's still in line to be one of the best player we've ever seen in Kansas City, this side of George Brett. Like, he is still that good. And you can still see the flashes of that this year. He has 15 home runs at the shortstop position. He almost has a one war as a rookie through 95 games. You can see it. You can see the potential there. MJ Melendez has played better in the outfield than you can ever imagine. Plays good catcher. 10 home runs in uh, 74 games for him. His OPS plus is 101. These two guys are going to be the faces of the Royals moving forward. It's hard for your face to be a pitcher, and none of these pitchers warrant that, but these two guys are going to be your face. You need Vinny, you need Nick Prado, you need one of those guys to pan out. You need one of those guys to to hit it big. And then you got to get serviceable uh, return you know, around them. You've got to put them in positions to succeed. You've got to put them in positions to be uncomfortable and adjust because they need to make the adjustments this year and next year because, again, we're now, if you're the Royals, battling on a five-year window by the fact that you did the right thing and you had Bobby Witt Jr. up day, uh, day one in Kansas City. You're now fighting against a five-year window because if Bobby Witt Jr. is who we think he is, He's even Eric Hosmer, who we talked about yesterday and dissected, and dissected yesterday, you know, in terms of you know level of play, good. If he's even that good. You can't resign him. You won't be able to resign him. He'll, he'll just be priced out in a premier position, and as a premier player, he'll be priced out. So, it's important that the Royals get this rebuild back on track fast because you've only got five years to work with. And these four guys are going to be who does it. These four guys are going to be who you, you know, lean upon in the future. So I, I want to see them play every single day. I want to see Kyle Isbell because if Kyle Isbell isn't it, you need to know right now. If, if he just looks lost still every day and can't play against certain uh, opponents and matchups, you need to know right now. It is, it is getting time to make some of these decisions because with only five years left, you don't want to fall into that trap that you've seen before where you, know, you get nothing for Carlos Beltran out of his tenure in Kansas City. Besides getting to watch a really good player, and that's it. You do no winning with Carlos Beltran. Because if, if, you know, 
Kyle Isbell's not it. We need to we, we need to figure out a way to get Eric Pena up here, or Drew Waters up here. If Nicky Lopez isn't long, a long term option, need to get Nick Lofton up here. If Michael Massey's not a long term option, need to get Nick Lofton up here. I need need to get you know the the you know Peyton Wilson up here. Who knows what's going on with Ace Lacy? I mean, this guy is just he's been dreadful in his in his. Uh, minor league career, to say the least. He's fallen off a map. He has a career six area in the minor leagues. Five area last year and eight area this year. And he's hardly pitched. He's pitched 25 games since being drafted. That looks like a total bust and a waste of a pick. The high school kid you drafted last year, he's played 14 professional games to the tune of a 5.4 ERA. So, like, the rebuild... Hopes rest on the bats, despite you investing so much in the pitching staff and, and in pitchers. It's going to take somebody popping off. So I want to see the young kids play every single day to we start to get a feel for kind of how these guys are and, and what situations they thrive in the most and how to maximize them and, and how to work with them to where they can really improve the future of this team. Coming up, let's talk more about this. But first, I want to tell you right now, my good friends over at BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is the fastest and best way to bet on all of your sport action. Find latest betting odds and news, including lines, prop bets, live betting, over-unders, money lines, everything you need from MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline is your continued source for all your betting needs, and you can go right now to betonline.ag. You can go to sports, and the first thing that pops up is baseball. Scroll on down, you see Kansas City and Boston. Kansas City, a a one-and-a-half run underdog at home, uh, welcoming in Boston. But if you don't want to bet game-to-game, that's very hard to do, even if you know a lot about baseball. You just know how how fluky one-game sample sizes are. You can try to use your knowledge to to the best of your ability and bet on who wins the American League. Yankees are plus 150, Astros are plus 185. Blue Jays are plus 75, you know, 750. And then the Mariners. If you want to take the Cinderella shot, the Mariners are plus uh, 1,400. World Series odds. Yankees still the favorites, 350. Dodgers, 360. Astros, plus 525. And then the Padres, who are surging, of course, at the deadline. And um, got Juan Settle, got Josh Bell, ever heard of him, and uh, Hader. They are plus 800, if you feel good about the Padres and you want to place a bet on them, go do it right now. Make some money at BetOnline. We are back on the Lockdown Royals podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. You can follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. And on today's show, we're talking about the kids. Let me know who you think will be the best player of this group. Obviously, Bobby Witt Jr. should be everyone's number one. But like, besides Bobby Witt Jr., who are you most excited about in the future? Is it MJ Melendez? Is it an easy answer? Or is it Prado? Or is it Vinny? Who, who is it for you that you're very, very excited about? Look, this season did not go the way we expected. But for the future, you're watching these four young studs. You're watching these four kids try to grow and develop. 
you're watching them improve every year. You and every at-bat and every game and every week. And hopefully they improve over the course of the next few seasons. And hopefully they're the group that, that drags the Royals out of this place. I'm excited for it. I hope you are too. For Kansas City's sake, you know, they need to pivot in the next few off seasons. I don't expect much improvement next year. To be honest with you, I expect next year to be, you take a step back and this is up. I think that next year will be, you know, you're 10 games out, but you're really competitive. Like you lost a lot of one run games. You lost a lot of games where just young guys make mistakes. Then the year after that, you know, you're maybe three games out, four games out, still miss it. But man, you were right there. One, one series goes different. You were there the next year playoff time, you know, competitive time, you know, you're trying to win a world series at that point in time. So settle in, get ready to watch this team grow and learn. And let me know what you think on YouTube and Twitter. What do you think that the future of this organization is? What's the timeline? When will they be back in the playoffs? What's all going to go down with this team? Let me know on YouTube, Lockdown Royals or on Twitter at Lockdown Royals as well. So until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another.